Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. That's really, really camp. It's really, really camp. That's mum dancing. Yeah, I take that as a compliment. Start it properly. I like dancing with mums. Welcome to episode seven. Yes, you're in heaven, you're not in Devon. I'm Richie Firth, and I hack travel because I am Richie Firth Travel Hacker. Hi, Rich. How are you, Christopher? Yeah, I'm, I'm very well, Richie. Uh, it, it has been uh, a tiring a weekend for me, but I've done some travelling. Where did you travel to? I travelled to East Anglia, uh, which then involved me travelling down rivers, open water swimming and canoeing. Wow. I can swim canoe. <laughs> yes, Rich, I can actually. Thank you for asking. It, it was, it was, I will say, a little bit of prep for a possible future actual real travel hack. Which I don't think we're too far away. I reckon season three will be actually back hacking, all right? But I, I, I think East Anglia's got some great hacking possibility. The Fens, I mean, you know fantastic the, i mean that the waterways of the uk are an untapped proper use of transport the canals of of, of northern and midland england uh, and indeed the uh, the caledonian canal uh, in scotland so much to be hacked you've clearly forgotten our trip up and down the thames haven't you already no <laughs> i really have not <laughs> i really have not because i've been considering that trip in the last three days uh, considering the news that crossrail is now delayed to 2022 uh, and is up into the billions now fill it in turn it into a flume use the thames i've not forgotten that hack i mean the longer it takes the, the more people will start to side with you rich chris this is the story of my life I make a bold claim because right. I'm one of life's visionaries. And then th th people throw eggs, people decry, and then slowly they go and pick up another egg and they suddenly, while they're bending down, they scratch their back and go, oh, he may have been right. I'm going to join in the queue behind him. And slowly and slowly a conga begins behind the firth. And that's what's happening. I don't even know. 
I don't. I don't understand the structure of that sentence you just delivered, but but I'm with you. Thank you. Eggs and congas. That you, that you are my eggs and congas go-to guy. <laughs> Coming up on tonight's episode. Today's. Today's. I think if you arrive at Eureka, you'd have to say you've hit the spot, wouldn't you? Suddenly you're looking at filters, you're looking at lights, you're looking at colours. <laughs> Brian, um, what's the best way to do them? Do you really think in this day and age you should be saying what you said in that last clip? Yes, and I back it up thrice. Um, what's the best way to do them? What's the best way to do them? Do them, do them, do them, do, 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 do. Right, Christopher, let's get hacking. Uh, Rich, our first hack today comes uh, via the social media platform Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it is from uh, a person, Sea uh, of Gold, at C underscore of underscore gold. Dear travel hacker. Very That's formal. me. I'm a massive fan of roundabouts. I like the fact that we attract these people. <laughs> and now I can. I want to make a pilgrimage to Milton Keynes to visit every roundabout. I want to do it on a bicycle and using their also famous Redway system. Please mm-hmm. advise the best route to do this. Uh, so, Richie, maybe for our, our international, the listeners from America and Stockholm, maybe you want to tell them a little bit about Milton Keynes and some of these other words in there that might confuse them. Okay, so Milton Keynes is uh, certainly the largest and the last built of the infamous um, building program that the uh, the UK government uh, went on uh, in the uh, uh, post-war period of the fifties uh, to build some new towns. Okay, uh, to uh, uh, invest back in the country post-war uh, towns like uh, Crawley and Basildon and Stevenage and Harlow were suddenly upon us and Milton Keynes was the last to be built uh, it's the largest of the uh, the UK new towns and it's most famous uh, probably our American listeners will actually laugh at this point, but it's most famous for being built on the grid system, uh, which is obviously something that you'll find in a lot of big US cities. Uh, and because of that fact, uh, it has 130 roundabouts. Uh, so all the roads in Milton Keynes built on a uh, north, south, east, west, X, Y axis of grids uh, and interlocking those 130 roundabouts, which uh, exceeds the uh, roundabout number uh, in any the, other uh, the UK what town and city. Uh, the number of roundabouts, plural roundabout. Roundabout. So that's a brief history of Milton Keynes. Yes. Um, I believe uh, Sea of Golds uh, also spoke about uh, wanting to visit the Redway. It's the Milton Keynes hybrid pedestrian slash cycling uh, pavement area. So it's originally due to be called the Pedway uh, because it uh, used the words uh, pedestrianism uh, and um, uh, cycleway headway together Uh, but they went with redway because obviously it looks uh, good on maps Um, the extensive system 300 kilometers of redway so 300 kilometers of um, uh, safe walking and cycling uh, for the inhabitants of milton Keynes. 
so you, you mentioned how America is built on grid systems, but they don't have roundabouts. Um, mm. Whereas Milton Keynes does have roundabouts. Did you know, Richie, that according to the well-established uh, website and newspaper in the UK, Metro, the yes. roundabouts were only meant to be temporary? In Milton Keynes? Yeah, and they were, they were meant to be replaced with traffic lights, like in the American grid system, but uh, in a very English way, no one could be fucked. <laughs> that's a great piece of trivia uh, i didn't know that and the reason roundabouts are such a british thing is because when they are used properly and there's the key thing right when they are used properly the roundabout is a great invention all you need to do is look to the right is there something coming my way and if there isn't you can go okay that's the only rule of a roundabout you give way to the right okay with with traffic lights suddenly you're looking at filters you're looking at lights you're looking at colors you're looking at lanes roundabouts you're just looking right okay and if you can go go it's as simple as that okay the brits were famous worldwide for 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 queuing okay you traffic lights at a junction just make it overly complicated and that is why the roundabout won out in milton Keynes. i guess also in the zombie apocalypse uh, as we try to rebuild society after there might not be functioning electricity everywhere so traffic lights will be redundant and you could get problems at those junctions but roundabouts rely on much simpler technology so you can avoid zombies and get on with your life without the need of lights absolutely uh, you're quite right um I don't like the inference that because uh, uh, roundabouts wouldn't fail during a power cut or a zombie apocalypse that they are of a simpler technology. I think that makes them a far better thing and really underlines the point that I was making, uh, that uh, traffic lights make a junction far more complicated. No, I mean, look, look, mate, I, I, I think simpler technology, don't, don't underestimate it. Like, I take uh, a lot more pleasure from a Rubik's Cube than a Tamagotchi, for example. You don't need the technology to be better got rubik's cube on the table here i've got one i've got one on the table here here's mine here's mine i'm starting to think we've got a lot of bad things in common rich <laughs> uh, did you know that um Dr. Ernest Rubik, the inventor of the Rubik's Cube, is Polish. No, I guess, I mean, it, it sounds plausible. It sounds like a, a name that I would place in that part of the world. You, are you a fan of Poland? Yeah. I'm just checking that we, I mean, equally, there might be a Hungarian listener that might want to give oh, us a Oh, hang hack. on a second, Riz. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got his name right. He is Ernest Rubik, but he's Hungarian. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Richie. You know what? Credit to you. At least you corrected yourself on your own show, as opposed to most times when you say something wrong, which is a barrage of Twitter abuse that I get tagged into in the week after a show goes out. <laughs> Ernest Rubik is Hungarian, and for those of you that uh, don't have access to the internet right now, he looks like a mixture of Peter Capaldi and a young Tony Blackburn. <laughs> wow. Handsome man. <laughs> there he is, indeed. So, Rich... Tell me how we help the Sea of Gold. He says, I believe, in his question to us, um, I want to hack, I want to travel, all, visit all the roundabouts of Milton Keynes. 
um what's the best way to do them because it's on a grid system okay and because there's only 130 of them um the easiest way to do it is just to do it as if you're doing it on a snakes and ladder board okay so don't don't overcomplify mm. it overcomplify um, it you, no just go go along the bottom along the you know go straight so straight across every roundabout yeah. and then when you get to the edge of the city limits double back on yourself and just go up the next grid but simple as no it's not simple as because how do you then avoid doubling up on some roads because it's grids how do you you're not going to double no you're not going to double up on the roads are you think about it alright if Milton Keynes is built in a grid system you've played snakes and ladders yeah. I know you have but snakes you go along that go along that bottom line and then when you get to the edge of Milton Keynes double back on yourself turn left so you go up one yeah you go, go up one if you're american you go up one block and then turn left again and then all the way back along and you are not going to double up on a single roundabout okay i've got my rubik's cube in front of me here this is this is very timely like yeah. not nine nine blocks on this year yes so if you think uh the block isn't actually the red way is it it's the black boundary on the outside of the coloured square. Yeah, that is the actual yes. red way. So if mm -hmm. you're going across the bottom ones here, and then you go up like in Snakes and Ladders and you go across the top one, you've missed mm. out three straight lines down. So look at my Rubik's Cube, okay? Yeah. If you start here yeah. in this bottom corner, yeah. okay, you go along. Yep. Yeah. Okay, go over the first roundabout there, go over the second roundabout, come here, turn up, mm -hmm. okay, and then turn again and go along. You've not missed a single roundabout. Yeah, but it does, do you not want to use the whole redway system? No, he just he just wants to he just wanted to visit every single roundabout. Is that so? That's more you're important. You're trying to you're trying to overcomplify this. Okay, don't say that again. <laughs> please help me out here okay i take your point you're right i think i was thinking that he wanted to to do every roundabout and the whole redway system but you're saying he can use some of the redway system to do every roundabout correct and i'll tell you what let's overhack this christopher you're an ardent cyclist how fast on average oh, no. box standard old mother hubbard are you pedaling on a bike I think on a heavily roundabouted area like that, you might be doing 15 to 20k an hour. 15 to 20k an hour. There's 300 kilometres of redway system. So 300. But you're not doing the whole redway system, remember? You told me no, that we're not doing the whole free redway. 15 is 20 hours. Yeah, but we're not it's doing not the whole redway, Rich. We're only doing about half of it. Okay, so it's 10 hours. 10 hours to cycle the entirety of Milton Keynes. There's your hack. Thanks for your message, Sea of Gold. <laughs> that was quite good, Rich. Well done. Thank you. You want another hack? We'll be back after this. Okay, one hack down and many more to come. Christopher, what have we got next? Uh, this is from Brian, and I'm going to start with his PS, if I may. Uh, PS Postscript, is that what it stands for? Certainly is, yes. I listened to the season one finale again last week, and it was a lovely reminder of people meeting up for something so monumentally silly. Here's <laughs> hoping for more nonsense in Stockholm. 
Oh, Brian, Brian, Brian. Uh, yes, yeah, so the season one finale uh, was uh, live in London. At the it Angel was, uh, uh, Comedy Club, the Bill Murray, which does need support from the public right now. Correct. Uh, and hopefully we'll be back there for uh, for future live events. Uh, we rounded off uh, season one with uh, a live podcast uh, reviewing all the hacks. Uh, Jemima, uh, who you may or may not remember from uh, season one, uh, everyone will the, remember uh, the arch the arch never here they will yeah the arch nemesis uh, to me Richie Firth travel hacker she was she was there as well it was it was a great night. Um, I don't think it was pointless, but it was a great night. Uh, he didn't say pointless, he said monumentally silly. That was your own internal monologue. <laughs> uh, more on Sweden coming up later in the show. Uh, anyway, to Brian's uh, proposed hack. Uh, Brian lives in Orange County, California, uh, which right. is currently uh, suffering due to the pandemic. He is going a little stir crazy, keeping his partner and himself safe by staying at home and would like to plan an epic road trip for when covid levels are safe to travel for fun again he wants to travel from his home and again forgive my pronunciations here in mission viejo to the bonneville salt flats in utah to see the land speed record trials next august the journey he says takes 10 and a half hours on the freeways which is too much of a slog to cover in one day for a relaxing vacation he would like to split the trip into two days, stop at some interesting places for meals and drive on some fun, curvy roads with some scenery along the way. How would you split the journey into two days? Cheers, well, Brian. Brian, you're correct. Curvy things are always more fun than uh, straight. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> um, Mission Viejo. Uh, is uh, uh, a beautiful uh, little place uh, just uh, south and east of uh, Las Angeles. Uh, Las Angeles. <laughs> Las, which is a, a hybrid. Yeah, Las city. Angeles just off the coast of the St. Pacific. <laughs> Punish yourself. Punish yourself. <laughs> uh, Mission Viejo to the uh, Bonneville Salt Flats. Yeah, it is. It's ten and a half hours by the freeways. Boring. He doesn't want to do that. Got a great route for him, actually, Chris. Oh. And I don't think you're going to disagree with anything that I'm about to suggest. Unlikely, but carry on. <laughs> Brian, I would suggest uh, that rather than go straight up through Death Valley uh, and the temperatures that come with it, uh, Death Valley been in the news recently for recording the highest temperature ever to be officially ratified on the planet Earth. Why would you want to choose willingly and knowingly to travel through Death Valley? You're going to want to avoid that. Uh, so that is why you're going to want to avoid the main road, which takes in the likes of uh, Las Vegas and uh, Death Valley. I am proposing that Brian uh, travels up the uh, the Californian coastal road, therefore providing him with the views that he stipulated he wanted. And he goes via a couple of locations you may well have heard of. San Francisco, the Golden Gate Bridge, uh, Alcatraz Island and the prison that comes with it. Wonderful tourist spots and some beautiful uh, vistas as well. Then... The city of Reno, yep. known as the biggest little city in the world, famous for its 
casino tourism industry. So what you're basically getting is you're getting Las Vegas but without the hassle, all right? Las Vegas, without the shiftiness, without right. the you-know-what. You get everything that you're going to get with the Las Vegas uh, experience, but without the hassle. It's 22 miles from Lake Tahoe, uh, which is the largest freshwater lake in the Sierra Nevada. Only the five Great Lakes are bigger than Lake Tahoe. So remind me what Brian wanted. Brian wanted your curvy roads. He wanted your tourist route mm. with some lovely views. Uh, he wanted all this and not to go on the, fr uh, the freeways and the highways. There is your travel hack. And coming in at 14 hours travel, that's split into two, seven hours a day with all those beautiful things to see... I thank you. Uh, Rich, I actually think that's an excellent suggestion. I, I, I thought very similar to you about... Um, the only way I thought might be a bit different... He might be a bit familiar with San Francisco, living like not a million miles from there. So I wondered... I, I was going to suggest sort of cutting through uh, like Fresno, Folsom, Reno, doing a bit of a Johnny Cash song tour. and mm -hmm. And then basically uh, trying to stop in as many funny named places as he could um <laughs> uh because there, there there are a few eureka is one that i quite enjoyed uh, jackpot is what another old um uh this isn't another plug for your uh, your book uh, knob jockeys and dangleberries or whatever it's called <laughs> is it <laughs> yes that's what it's called um <laughs> uh no no it's it's not but i i do just like the idea of stopping at shantytown for example is that a location yeah the, the Sh shantytown is an unincorporated community in the elko county nevada fantastic so so but but look rich i think it's it, it's just north of eureka uh and uh not far from duckwater i think if you arrive at eureka you'd have to say you've hit the spot wouldn't you <laughs> indeed very good, Richie. Um, so yeah, I've had a couple of gags tonight. You, 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 you I have had a couple of gags too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, good hack, good hack Rich. That. Thank you, Rich. Um, do you want to do a little bit of feedback? Always willing for feedback. Uh, always willing for your fresh hacks. This would be a good time for me to remind you if you've got a hack uh, that you want uh, Chris and I to attack, uh, then it's travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to repeat that because you didn't know the address was coming. Travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com. That's where you need to get in touch with us. If you've got a fantasy journey that you want Chris and I to hack uh, before we start hacking again actual journeys live and proving them to you in season three uh, so get in touch with those but of course feedback if there's something that we could have done better or you disagreed with or you just want to praise us or agree with something or defend me from the ludicrous and sometimes obstructive uh, mood of christopher skinner travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com look rich I, I have absolutely no qualms in saying tonight you are smashing it you're you're two Thank for you. two tonight you, you're absolutely brilliant Thank you. um i give praise where praise is due right hello from Andrew in response to the Swedish summer hike Chris you owe Richie an apology 
Oh, this is my favourite episode. <laughs> it is 100% doable without taking any extra sick days. As in Sweden, it is required for everyone to take three to four weeks continuously in the summer, defined as June, July and August. Thus, you can easily do the hike for the first two weeks of your vacation, then take another two to recover or enjoy some great beers or lagers where you end up. Yeah, that's it. Walk for two weeks and then get drunk for two weeks. Uh, so please do give Richie more credit for his travel hacks. Looking forward to Hackfest, I would gladly spend 226 krona plus 120 krona extra for good beer as well. Who's that from again? That's Andrew. Andrew, uh, we are looking forward to seeing you at Hackfest at a venue and date in Stockholm, soon to be decided. couple of questions, Christopher. Uh, where are the finances looking on this as we begin to drill down a little bit more into the uh, uh, the uh, the pound versus krona exchange rate? And secondly, uh, what are the current travel restrictions between England and uh, Sweden uh, as we look towards... Hackstock. These are very good questions, and you ask at a very important time. Actually, also because it avoids me having to apologise to you. So, um, uh, the, sim- simple answers to both those questions. We don't have much money. In fact, uh, hopefully, how a- can we not have much money? We're seven episodes into the second season. I mean, t- to be fair, we haven't had our August statement yet. Okay. Um, how many premium ad reads have you done? I mean, you know, you, you've already told our biggest lead to go fuck themselves. Uh, Flavorly haven't got in touch despite all the free plugs I mean they haven't even said thanks guys we're not even going to sponsor you but here's some free beer we seem to be I don't want to say toxic but no one wants to associate themselves with us I I put it more positively I would say that we're not yet reaping the rewards that we deserve true and uh, the follow up question is no we can't go to Sweden yet is that due to the R number or the budget I mean, it's both, to be fair. Oh. But Rich... Really? They got a... Bu- right, okay. We'll make the money from the ticket sales when we get there. We've just got to believe. Okay, so we... <laughs> All right, I see. Build it and they will come. I can subscribe to that. Also, by no coincidence, here's an advert. Okay, in season two of Richie Firth, fantasy travel hacker, because we can't actually get out and prove to you our hacks, uh, we're getting the fantasy hacks from you and from celebrities. It's time for another celebrity hack. Celebrity hack. Celebrity hack. Here is comedian Josh Gondelman. Hello, Josh. Let us hack for you. Hey, travel hackers. This is Josh Gondelman. I'm a comedian and the Just host of the podcast, Make My Day. Uh, this is a question for Chris and Richie. I was wondering, um, I live in New York City, and I was supposed to do a backpacking trip throughout Europe this summer, and that's not allowed now. Uh, and I was wondering if you had any tips for breaking the travel embargo and traveling uh, throughout Europe with a backpack during the pandemic. Oh, Josh. Okay, well, there's some sentiments in there that... Um travel hacker plc can't really um agree on but josh's suggestion can you help me break the law has um, i can see you twitching well you you know i've been consistent in my uh my views on law breaking through every episode uh of this particular podcast however it's fantasy travel hacker so in your fantasies 
Oh. Don't, oh, in your fantasies, you're allowed to break the law. Don't do that. Oh, yeah. Don't don't ASMR oh. me. <laughs> I'm going to talk directly to the listener right now. I'm sure oh, that no. many of you, oh, no. in your dreams oh, no. and in your fantasies, no. have broken many laws. No, Richie, I've been a bad boy. <laughs> I've got a permit to travel and never paid my fare. Chris come and forcefully bust the barrier with me I tried to buy a travel card in anally (laughs) so look whether you've anally used a travel card before or you want to do something completely different with yours let's let's still let's go with Josh's hack okay so he wants (laughs) <laughs> Josh wants to backpack around Europe, uh, breaking and flouting the travel ban. Well, Christopher, I found a way for him to do this. Have you? Uh, I've got I've got a suggestion. Really simple idea. Uh, America, it's a continent, really, in its own right, isn't it? And yeah. uh, so, 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 Josh, I don't think you should leave the United States. I, you know, I know you. You're a ni- you're a nice man. You're not the kind of person who I can see trying to break laws and do a reverse farage as i believe it's called so you're the kind of guy who i think could benefit by um discovering the parts of america that are like europe (laughs) okay bits of america are just the same as europe according for example to afar.com which has a link to the seven most european places in the united states you could go to Solvang, California, beat by built by Danish people. The high street looks Danish. It's also in California. Um, Boston, Massachusetts, probably because there's a lot of Irish people there, is uh, apparently one. Um, New Orleans, Louisiana, is like well, that's quite French, I'm guessing. Uh, Fredericksburg, Texas, uh, was built to uh, by uh, Germans. And has German architecture, apparently. Uh, It doesn't look like it to me, but let's go with it. Uh, San Francisco (laughs) is very uh, liberal, so I guess that's Amsterdam or Paris. Uh, Venice, California, has got the the word Venice in it, and it has at least one river or canal. Um, uh, Calistoga, California, I'm guessing that sounds Spanish. Nope, it says it's Tuscany. I should have done some research. And finally, a link to another article and an advert for indoor and outdoor saunas. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, the journey that you have just come up with there... Uh, let's have a look. How long's that going to take? Because oh, yeah. uh, whilst you that. were spouting off all of those, some of four uh, of them are in California, aren't they? It looks to me like that is one hundred and eight hours of driving, seven thousand two hundred and ninety-two miles worth of hitchhiking. He said he wanted to, uh, you know, go backpacking. Yeah. Well, that's quite some trip. Yeah, m- maybe that's too much. I love it. I love it. And we've actually got a route there from Boston right down to New Orleans, then Fredericksburg, then along to Venice Beach and Solvang and San Francisco, and then right back along to Boston. Actually, to be honest, you wouldn't have to go back along to Boston, would you? So... I think I think you've come up with a great little a great little idea for him. But the thing is, Chris, mm. all right, the thing is Josh wanted to be in Europe. Yes. Okay. So you can fly 
and leave the United States and come over to Europe. There are European countries that will take you. Now, obviously, if you can then buy into the fact that you're going to have to quarantine for a short period of time over here, two weeks, you know, that's fine. Okay. Then if you can think to yourself, right, that's when my holiday starts. There is a way of doing this. How do you do it? What you do is you do it by hot air balloon. Right. Pardon? You do it by hot air balloon, okay? So imagine Josh arrives, let's say Josh flies to Paris, okay? New York to Paris. Richie, I don't want to get in the way of a good hack here. I think there are some European countries that you can travel to, uh, like Ukraine and Kosovo, um, Croatia maybe, but I don't believe you can currently travel to the eu then he needs to fly to croatia if he can fly to croatia you know new york to split okay 10 hours 30 minutes 1000 pounds great i mean right. split okay. is fantastic we're back on we're back on so when you get to split then you can start your backpacking holiday right so let's zoom in on my map uh, on croatia Okay, uh, where do you want to go, Chris? Where do you want you? So you've got options. You're in Croatia. Do you want to leave north of, uh, through Slovenia and head to Italy, uh, or do you want to? I'd suggest that might be a bit easier than getting into Montenegro. And yeah, Lake Bled, I'm there. sure, is it would be beautiful to visit at this time of year. Okay, so let's let's go north, right? So we 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 go north from Split to the uh, north of Croatia, taking a bit of Zagreb, doing the old hitchhiking, doing the old uh, normal experience, and then you're getting towards the border. This is where you would then need to get out your hot air balloon because your hot air balloon is what is going to get you over the border. All right, wow. Avoiding all the border checks. This is like a seven, this sudden... is like a an old school British family <laughs> comedy movie. <laughs> <laughs> that still gets shown at two in the afternoon on Channel 5. <laughs> Avoiding the faff of having to quarantine and all that kind of thing, okay? Now, let me tell you a little bit about hot air ballooning flights. It's absolutely perfect for it. Uh, the average hot air balloon flight generally lasts around about an hour okay that's all you get for your canister of gas that's going to get your balloon up and your balloon down your average wind speed of around about five miles an hour means a balloon in one flight will fly between two to eight miles okay so when you're getting over a border um two to eight miles that's really all you need okay a border really you know a border isn't two miles so you get up you go over you're down <laughs> fold it all up again put it back in the basket off you go you're back into a new country and no one knows you've arrived wow your idea is that you steal a hot air balloon and travel around europe with the hot air balloon buying gas and inflating it whenever you get near a border <laughs> traveling over the border probably breaking multiple international laws and as long I as you have a backpack said, it's a legitimate hack is that is that is that what you're saying i never said that we were stealing the hot, hot air balloon <laughs> i did say we were going to break some laws okay so you're we buying a hot air balloon already 
you're buying the hot air balloon. You might even buy that in New York and bring it over in your luggage when you land in Split. So you're buying the hot air balloon. That is your investment. Look, when you go backpacking, you're going to buy a really good backpack, okay? Or you're going to buy an interrailing ticket. This time, your outlay is a hot air balloon, okay? 80 to £250,000. <laughs> no a hot air balloon flight one hot air balloon costs twenty two thousand dollars and then each flight varies between 100 and 150 pounds in gas which i would imagine you can pick up from your camping shops sure <laughs> i'm sure there's absolutely no risk from just gung-ho guessing that you can use camping gas in a hot air balloon nothing could go wrong there do you know what if you do it on a really really windy day you might even be able to go straight from split over the adriatic sea and land in italy this is richie this is the worst act ever you're you're asking <laughs> you're asking josh to fly all the way from new york to split to, to blow himself up somewhere over <laughs> yeah. the Adriatic Sea with some camping <laughs> gas. <laughs> You've been doing so well. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. I think that's a really good hack. No, let's just jump um, off this balloon now. If you have a hack for us that you want hacking... I am going to optimistically give you the email address one more time if you want to get in touch with us. It's travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at Richie Firth or at Producer Chris. If there is a hack that you want hacking, we are your men. We will see you for the next episode, um, either in a week's time or it's just going to roll on through if you're binging this podcast. Thank you very much for now. Thanks for joining us. Good night and come fly with me. Come fly, let's fly away If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay Come fly with me Let's fly, let's fly away